0: Folks, welcome to another edition of The Corner Store. I'm your host, Kevin Koval, and we have a good one today. Uh, a writer, a style writer, a graffiti artist, someone who uh, currently is both like out in the streets and also doing incredible work uh, all really all over the city. I know travels a lot for this work and has been at it for a long time. Uh, J4F representative uh, Kel is in the building. But Thank you for being in The Corner Store, man.
1: Yeah, I'm glad to be here. Cal One Rock, J-Fourth Crew.
0: Yes, sir. Yeah, I mean, you 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 go back. This is you're not new to this at, no, no, at all. No, I, I started
1: in 1991. I but I, before that, I was seeing all the graffiti and you know that that you know my brother was bombing, so that kept me you know wanting to do something else. You know, because the majority of the young Latin or minority kids, you know, turn into gangs and turn into other wild things to do. You know, so graffiti was a good turnstile for my life to to do something you know not positive you know but in my life it is positive because i didn't be in the streets you know doing what i did yeah
0: i mean i think that as an alternative is yeah, positive but is. also the work i mean look writers have stayed beautifying the city making it you know much fresher than you know what it what it what it is um and you're you've been a big part of that you said your brother was is, is a yeah my brothers
1: were were one you oh know, old school were so yeah he was a big bomber you know in the 90s yeah um, no doubt and uh 2000 so yeah wow definitely. okay um and this is your brother brother yeah oh wow Blood okay. brother wow damn
0: okay um i guess well first of all before we begin i i we do have some snacks for you in the corner store just want to you know hook you up with this uh uh blueberry by uh antioxidant infusion water and also max the snack door uh secured for you some dark chocolate pomegranate flavor awesome um brasilia blueberry yeah and these these chocolate joints as well
1: awesome got any secrets inside of these it might
0: i mean yeah maybe you know (laughs) feel free to let us know uh so you and your brother are 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 out here bombing of course what, what did your parents think of this
1: my parents you know they uh immigrants coming from mexico um they just wanted to work 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 and we were you know go to school come home and I want to see my mom or dad till, like, 5, 6 o'clock in the evening. And so I had, like, two, three hours to be running, you know, around the areas, you know, when it was safe back in the day. You know, back in the day, you were, you were able to go out to the streets and hang out, you know, and not have to worry about, you know, the violence that's happening now. And what, what, what neighborhood? I grew up in, um, uh, on the west side of Chicago, uh, close to, like, Grand and Hamlin. And, you know, moved around a couple little places. But that was like growing up, we learning everything from there. You know, how the streets are and, you know, seeing all the violence and, you know.
0: So it's interesting you say in the day the streets were safer than they are now. Oh, yeah. They? Be- because a lot, lot in people's imagination, of course, you know, you know, particularly southwest side communities, communities of color, working class communities, folks think that the streets are unsafe.
1: Well, yeah, they're unsafe now. But back in the day... You were able to hang out with your family out to like 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock in the morning. Family was more together and more united than what it is now. Now you got family that to each other. You got a sister that's fighting your brother or aunt that's fighting this. So family's not together like it used to be. Um, yeah, there was violence even back in the day um, and uh, way more violence now. But what happened is that. The city or the government wanted to come up with this. Let's get rid of all the leaders that are running the streets. And so when that happened, they actually took out the authority to get these kids not to do what they're doing now. So when he took out the leaders, now you got kids running around doing whatever the fuck they want to do. But before you couldn't do this, you couldn't rob in your neighborhood. You couldn't do anything like that in your neighborhood. You know, you had to protect your neighborhood. Now it's, you know, you don't got the leaders to to tell these kids what they got to do. So now they're just doing whatever the fuck they want to do. This is is
0: Operation Headache, like the end of the 80s, early 90s, right? They
1: they thought they were doing something good, which taking all the leaders out, but they actually just made it 10 times worse, you know, because they don't have nobody to tell them, you know, hey, you can't do this or you can't do that and... So now the kids are not just doing whatever they want. So
0: well, that's the that's also the misunderstanding about street organizations, right? That they're undisciplined, yeah. but they're undisciplined if that traditional leadership structure yeah. is. If the
1: structure is gone, then you got you know kids doing whatever they want to do, right? Wilding and not knowing how to yep, shoot yep. and and what have yep. you.
0: So so you you and your brother obviously avoided that your parents you you know true Lashki kid culture shit right you're you're you have that time before they get back what what did they do
1: they, they came from where in Mexico, by the way uh Mon- monterey monterey okay. mexico okay yeah. and then so my my brother actually never you know he was always into uh graffiti and being art and, and the hip-hop scene and i was the one that grew up in the more violent uh, street era you know getting what you know getting into gangs and stuff like that and and I did that for a lot of years, you know. But I always did graffiti. Graffiti was like, you know, a, a, some, somewhere to get away from, from the street life. Mm-hmm. And I did graffiti and did the gangs, you know, combined together. And I'll have would a you lot.
0: Write for your, would you write for your gang?
1: I wasn't, um, I wasn't writing, actually. I wasn't doing no gang graffiti. Okay. I didn't like gang graffiti, you know. Okay. I was more getting into it because like, I got friends and all of them are doing, you know, doing the same stuff. And I actually got into it, you know, for the money, you know. I was... I was the money guy. Right. I like, I like,
0: you know. Yeah. I mean, it's a viable yeah. source of income, especially yeah. if there are a few others around yeah. you. It seems like you could do it. Yep. Um, how long did it
1: take you to get out of that life? It was like 15 years, man. I, yeah. I went through a lot of a lot of stuff, you know. I started as at like nine years old, 89, nine years old, like the youngest guy in my whole set. Everybody like 16, 17, 18 years old, and
0: now, how do you get initiated in at so young? I know that people do, but like who? If your brother wasn't involved, who who got you
1: involved? Okay, so this how it goes down back when I started. I will go to school, I will come out of school, and then. My mom would work and my dad would work, so they'd be like, hey, you're going to need to hang down downstairs with the neighbors downstairs. So, what a coincidence, or not even a coincidence, you know, it was fucked up that these were the gang leaders of the whole neighborhood that I'm hanging out with. And my mom didn't know, you know, they didn't know anybody, yeah. you know. yeah. And so I'm hanging out and seeing all this, you know, all this crazy stuff happening downstairs. And I just grew up into it and learning, learning all the, you know, all the ins and outs of, of the streets, the street life, you know, so at a young age i was just brought into it i was kind of like born into this into you know, yeah into nine games, is you know? yeah i mean nine is i got shot i got shot i was like 13 years old you know who gets shot at 13 years old yeah you and wayne you i know? guess yeah you know?
0: so what uh and and so that seems like a pretty traumatic event to occur in anyone's life particularly so young uh how did you I mean, was it life threatening
1: no it was not life threatening it actually made me more hardcore you know, I feel like, oh, I got shot, right. you know, and I can, you know, I can still do this. It didn't, it didn't, it didn't scare me, it actually bring me closer, you know, because now I just, I learned what to look out for and what not to look out for, and then just the money that was being made when I was a young kid who, you know, I'm making so much money at 13, 14 years old, I mean, come on now, you know, right. any kid would want to, you know, be making $500 a day, you know, at that age. Yeah.
0: So, you must have ascended pretty high, if, you're, if, you've, if you were in it for that long, you must have ascended pretty high into oh, yeah. the- to the yeah. ranks
1: yeah i got up there you know and i I took care of i took over a lot of guys but when i took over it was um for the better actually because i stopped i stopped a lot of bullshit in the streets mm. around my area because you couldn't steal you couldn't you know you couldn't just shoot just to shoot you know you had to just for protection protect your neighborhood you know and that was that was what it was all about Back in the
0: day. Well and i mean, really, back I mean, street organizations were started to give young men in particular a sense of community and family mm-hmm. and then oftentimes were a way to protect a neighborhood. Yeah. Right. And yeah. sometimes in some instances, particularly with uh you know, in communities of color, street organizations would be used to deflect some of the incursion of white supremacist groups, right? Yeah, you would use yeah, it. Definitely. Yeah, you'd yeah. use it to protect one another. Yeah. Um you yeah. were in it so long it's not an easy life to get out of, or to retire
1: from, right? You can see I retired, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, but was it, were you, you? I retired what? with no benefits, with no four hundred one k. So don't, <laughs> right. you know, don't think you're retired. <laughs> you know, you're gonna get paid, but not. I, re- I retired and just you know, I was, I was glad that I was able to you know to live on and re- and retire and and still be living. Were people resistant to the idea of you retiring, or did you? It, actually all the older guys got got arrested got locked up went to jail and so i was like the oldest guy out there and you know taking care of you know 15 16 17 year old kids and i'm already in my 20s so i'm like man this you know i got into more doing graffiti so that graffiti was taking over me you know instead of picking up a gun i was picking up a can you know, okay I was picking up a spray can
0: so let's let's track your 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 maturation as an artist and I'm, i want to get to the point where graffiti took over your life and understand what's happened since then but you said you grew up watching your brother who are some of the other writers that you remember from
1: that era that you
0: took note of
1: um uh, well, mainly all our boys I've seen you know Civil Konami yeah Pango uh, Trickster yeah um, Chicago. These are Chicago legends. Oh, these are super legends. Yeah, you know, slang. I got Cabby, cobweb. I mean, the list goes on and yeah. on. You know, and this is really. this is first with the,
0: generation Chicago. Yeah, of all the great writers, graffiti, pop, yeah.
1: you know, popping out, and you right. know, I was glad to be involved with 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 all the great all the greatness. You know, from the graffiti, and I still see a lot of the guys. You know, I still hang out with a lot of these guys. I still see them. I still paint. You're painting the I other day with, with Pengo. Yeah, yeah. I'm still painting a wall with him today, and you know, and you know, yeah. you still got to finish. I'm finishing in coming out real dope everybody loves it you know i get a lot of kids you know that want to paint i i got a little trend going out get out and bomb you know and i I saw that on ig and the kids love it you know the kids love that it gives them motivation to just you know do graffiti you know do graffiti you know get off the gangs don't be a gang member you know do graffiti and you know your life's gonna still go great you know but if you do gangs it's gonna just go bad you know yeah so well and i saw on ig you
0: put something out where you're you're distributing free cans
1: yeah i give um i'm gonna start doing that uh, people i see i've seen in different cities in different places they're giving uh canvases they're giving stickers away they're giving stuff like that and uh that's all graffiti and all hip-hop I, I feel like if i start giving out spray cans that gives you know yeah pick up a spray can instead of picking up a gun you right. know type and you know start doing graffiti you know your kids will probably love doing that if you you know i've been trying to teach kids you know i'm about to be 40 years old, and I still I still love it, you know, to this day, and I try to get motivation for, for someone else to start bombing, pick up a can, and, and do what I did, you know, instead of getting into the street life, which the graffiti is, you know, 10 times better than, than the gangbanging banging street life. A different kind of street life. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. we still get, we still get bullshit, we still get shot at, we get chased, you know, when we're out trying to bomb, we still get, you know, we go to jail, we, there's felony cases, which, you know, should be a misdemeanor, because we're expressing our feelings, we're We're putting up art, which is making, you know, um, the city a lot, lot better than having gang graffiti, you know, in in the areas. I've had my old areas where the underpass and the bridges got gang graffiti and, you know, dissing, dissing other gangs. And what happens there is where the gangs see that and then they come retaliate and, and then, you know, someone's dead, you know. And there's a lot of free space open through the whole city. There's so many Vidox. There's so many places where if the city be like, hey, there's, this place is destroyed. Go over there and just make it pretty, you know. It will be a lot better than having a gang member going and putting a gang disc and flip their gangs. And what happens there is they come retaliate and somebody's dead. And, you know, to me it seems like the city and the government loves that shit because, you know, they're getting rid of all the bullshit. But, you know, somebody's mom, somebody's dad or somebody's, you know, brother... And people yeah, suffer, and it, you know, not only the family suffers, you got friends, you got, you know, a lot of people suffer from one person being dead.
0: Do you, has the attitude toward graffiti, how, how have you seen it change or have you seen it change in your tenure in the forum?
1: The changes, is, it's always been the same. It's not just younger generations, you know, um, you still get the respect. Um, other cities... The graffiti, they get to go over anybody they want. Um, there's always beefs. There's always wars. Chicago's always had a lot of respect for graffiti, especially the artists. You know, if there's... Nobody will just go over you, just go over you, unless you got some beef. But other than that, you get respected. If you do a wall, sometimes people... If there's a big old wall, sometimes other graffiti artists like, oh, I'm not going to go next to them, because that would be like spot jockeying. Spot jockeying, yeah. You know, but that's not spot jocking. I would rather have you do a fucking... Something right next to me or above me, and that'll give the buff... Something to take out and not give them something real quick to take out and go to the next thing. So if if there's so much on the wall, they're they're probably going to take out like one or two things during the day, and you know, and they're going to get paid. They're you know, fifteen hours, and they only probably work like two hours. You know, so (laughs) the city distributes a lot of money, with a lot of a lot of their workers don't do shit. So you're so in in high school, you start to
0: you're you're in the street life, but you're also. Starting to take bombing yeah. seriously. Yeah,
1: I yeah, Started doing graffiti. My, yeah. um, I went to Kelvin Park High School. Oh yeah. Um, I left it right away. I got shot, and I never wanted to go back to school. You were shot
0: I was in shot school, coming out,
1: coming out. Yeah, so I never wanted to go back. And I still was seeing you know guys in, with guns in school, you know, with guns and knives, and yeah. it was very easy, you know. And even now, it's probably still easy too. I mean. You got windows, and you got other—you know—you got stuff. You could throw stuff, and kids watching. And... Yeah, you—you you left high school after that point. Yeah, I was a freshman. I dropped out of freshman. Oh wow! So what did you do with your time? I in the streets. I ran the streets. Yeah, I ran the streets doing painting. I started painting more. I was doing more, more, more gang stuff. You know, and um, I just ran the streets. I didn't have. Um, I couldn't do the sports. I love sports. I love basketball. I love baseball. I, I was gymnastics. I came in second place back in the day in citywide competition for the parks. Hmm. You know, and, and I after getting shot, I just couldn't do that no more. Right. You know, and then and then catching a case, um, I wasn't given the opportunities. You know, once you, you know, you're a felon at a young age, you know, nobody wants to give you opportunity. Even now, I still got to pay the price. Nobody wants to hire me. You know, I can't get hired. And I'm a great worker. I'm a great guy to work. Right now, I run my own business. You know, I do my own stuff. What do you do? I'm a mover.
0: Oh, work. Yeah. Okay. So I've what's, been doing that
1: for 22 years.
0: You have your own uh, company. Yeah. What's the company? Yeah. What? What's the? What, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 True. All right. Good.
1: Um, as we're talking, where can people see your your art? I got my Instagram, and mostly, I mean, I direct people to the streets because I, you know, yeah, you, cause you're got, out I got, here I got, for real. I I, I I put work in the streets, and that's for everybody to see. You know, I feel good where I'm out and i get somebody like hey i seen your work i seen that you know i go to a party and then you see you know a guy like hey i like your stuff i seen this i seen that and that's what you go out there and do you want you make a name for yourself and then you just you know you you enhance it and everybody you know you protect that name it's like you know you protect the name and you keep putting in work and you get the respect and you know you get the the good legendary you know status that you know that that most of us have I was not not a, not a ton of people have the status you
0: have. Right. I mean, you're someone who I think has spanned over the course of generations, very consistently putting in the work. Yeah, on I've, been the cons-
1: I've been consistent since 91. You know, when I started, of course, everybody starts off whack. Yeah. You know, you start off doing, you know, whack stuff and then you enhance. And, you know, I like to keep my stuff very simple. I keep it original and I keep it looking the same. So you can read it from far and you will know it's me from like a mile away. If you see my name or you see that K or you see the K-bomb, you already know, hey, that's Kel. You know, so I love that. That's the that's stuff I love. Because I could do some wild style and do some arrows here and do some stuff here adding too much to your name. But it actually takes away from your name, you know, unless you get like really super, super famous and everybody already knows that that arrow is, hey, that's this guy's arrow, you know. But, so is that legibility
0: imp- that's important to you yeah, as so someone you- who bombs – as opposed to, it's so, a logo. I, yeah, it's like a logo. Yeah,
1: you know, it's a logo that you want to keep, and you keep it original. You keep it, you keep it simple, and you keep it fresh. You know, and you can by keeping it fresh. You do your work. You start learning how to use your caps. You start learning how to use what kind of paint you got for what wall. For you know, and just keeping it clean. You know, a lot of kids want a bomb, and then they're using caps that are not good for a certain. You know, a certain type of wall. And, it drips, and then you know it's looking. Out, it looks fresh, but then if you got a lot of drips, you'd be like, "Hey, you know," unless it's intentional, I guess. Yeah, right. But yeah, but, but
0: you want it. You want it to be quick. Yeah, you
1: got to be quick and fresh. Right. You know.
0: Um, and
1: the quicker you do it, the more you get up. You know, the more the more spots you be able to do. Right now, like I think the minority of everybody that bombs can probably put up three four fillings in one night but those are good bombers and the guys that are not on the streets like that bombing they'll do one spot and think everything's okay cool i got one spot in right you know but you get four or five spots in and you do that like three times a week you'll be you'll have your name everywhere you go because there's something about it being
0: in the your numbers have to be up in order to get the kind of status recognition that you're trying to achieve
1: is yeah, right and just like I said, you, you, you put in your work everybody sees it and then you stay consistent and you'll have the respect that you know, people are looking for
0: let's let's talk materials because you mentioned caps and i'm curious i've seen you utilize a lot of different kinds of applications to put paint
1: on a wall yeah there's different sides of caps there's caps for real skinny there's caps that make it fat and the regular caps just make it come out high pressure and drips, you know. But there's a lot, a lot of different caps nowadays. There's. Do you fashion your own, or are you getting them at this point? You buy them. Yeah. You can buy them. You can order them online. Right. Get your stuff in ordered, or you know, you get to places where like campus, campus, you know, you got your art supplies there. Yeah. It's really shout really out campus. It's a, it's, yeah. a, it's a great store to go get your art supplies. Mm-hmm. And um and yeah that's if you want some good stuff you gotta you gotta get the the the, the good stuff to paint to be to be great in the streets, and. You don't just use cans, am I right? You got markers, mean streaks, scribers. Scribers right on the windows glass, where you you know that never comes off. Right? No, you not can't do anything about that. But uh, you have scratch, of, scratch bombing. At yeah, some point, you can. Yeah. You got a lot of stuff to you know to write. I mean, there's some times where I, I, if I'm drinking, I go out. I if I'm like peeing on a wall, like just to do my name, just to be a <laughs> you know, and I'll pee my damn name on the on the fucking wall. It's not gonna stay, but just. Just the, you know, a, a bomber a bomber mentality, you know? It's consistent, yeah. it's pervasive. So I've done crayons where I'm like, hey, this is a crayon. Let me tag my name with a damn crayon. You know, why not? You know, I have I've had back in the day where I had a, I found a, a catch up, you know, and I put it on my finger and I was tagging with the catch up and it's red. You know, of course it could take off right away, but hey, I put my name up, you know? So that's what, mm-hmm. that's what graffiti bombers, you know, do. They're different. There's graffiti bombers, there's graffiti taggers, there's graffiti muralists, you know, and, and, I can do all that, but I'm considered, you know, I'm considered a hardcore bomber.
0: Hence also the the K-bomb. Yeah, the K-bomb. Um, I've, I have so many questions and I appreciate this conversation already uh, and you going in. Um, I've seen a lot of J4F pieces, uh, just to stay on materials for a moment, Uh, basically utilize what I imagine is some sort of hose spray out of perhaps a fire extinguisher or something like that. Yeah, it's a fire extinguisher. It's a fire extinguisher. So uh, explain that process. I I mean, one of the things that I find continuously amazing about hip-hop is that young people continue to show their genius and innovate and invent and reinvent styles techniques with the materials you uh, that they have access to yeah um i was just talking with my mans idris in today about you know the story i heard about crazy legs where he's you know he's dancing in a particular park in new york and there's a refrigerator factory that's across the street he's noticing that they're putting their boxes you know outside and him and frosty freeze go grab a box and be like well shit this is our dance floor now mm-hmm. um how like explain the process of getting paint inside of a fire extinguisher
1: what opens up? There's a uh, certain ones like the silver ones that they got water inside. You can easily just open it up, but first you spray. You know, you spray the water out, take all the pressure out, throw the water in. Uh, I mean, you take the you know take everything out, and then um, it's just a mixture. You get paint and put it in there, close it back up, and it's got a little a little um, a little hose on the side where like for an air pump to fill up a tire, and you just fill it right up with pressure. And, you know, that's a, a new thing that everybody wants to really do right now. Right. I've gotten a lot of guys want to try it. And, you know, people won't even want to buy my fire extinguisher because <laughs> I got a fat tip on it, you know. and I've Oh, had, damn. Okay. And so I've had offers on my, like, hey, show me how to do this or, you know, sell me yours and this and that. But that's, that's exclusive because nobody really got it like we do it now. You know, we got the fat wide tips on it that you got to modify. Uh, mostly everybody uses it regular. where are like this real skinny You know, real skinny, skinny style, but you know, we modified ours to make it real nice and fat and thick and and you know, juicy as you as you call it.
0: And then, because then that means you guys are able
1: to go. You're able to hit stories. It's not just. Oh yeah, it's like a one two story. It's a one two story spray. spray. Yeah. Yeah. So like each spray, it costs you like twenty five bucks. Oh wow. Yeah, so it's expensive, you know. Unless you you know, you got the paint to do it, but you got to buy a gallon of paint and and then do the mixtures, you know. But it's twenty five dollars a. $25 25 dollars a hit every time you try to do a fire extinguisher, you know? And there's even, techni- even with paint, if you, you know, spray paint, they're like four or five dollars a piece. So can, yeah. if you do a fill in it's costing you like, you know, ten, fifteen dollars to, to do something nice, you know, or probably even more if you want to put more colors and add more stuff.
0: Yeah. Okay, so let's go let's go back a little bit. Even the name Kel. Can you talk
1: about how you got that name? Kel, um, came my brother wanted me to bomb that name I Back in the day, I I was living by Belfast. Uh, this was like Wobansia and Springfield, and I see this guy named Rel. Back in the day, he was he was real dope. I just see his Rel and and Favour and and, and, and uh, B Boy Rain. I I see a lot of good guys, you know. And I was seeing that name Rel, and it was really dope. So and then Kel came in through my brother. He was like, "Hey, write Kel," and I'm like, "Oh, all right, you know, I like Rel anyway, you know." So. I was looking up to him really for, you know, when, when I was seeing all the graffiti happening. Rel was real, real dope. And that's Prowl. His brother's Prowl. Prowl was really, really cool guy. i just seen him the other day. And so these guys I, I still see and still talk to, you know, from the, you know, the late 80s, early 90s, you know. And when I tell people that, I'm like, well, how old are you? You know, but I grew up with all the right people. I grew up with all the right heavy hitters from the city, you know, with all the right crews, you know. I'm all, you know, with J4F. Um, I've always been a part of J4F. Well, and how does that happen? I mean because J4F
0: Predates you right you yes. you you were brought into yes. that crew uh, Can you give us a little history of the crew and then please please if you can tell us the story about how you got involved with that crew
1: J4F's been around for a lot of years um, There was a couple friends, you know, Lenny cobweb beggar, you know, they started the crew up and and then it just started taking off. It was, you know, everybody was just having fun. Everybody was having fun with it. Um, my and, brother got in, got in it. I was more still in the game banging level. I wasn't doing that yet because my brother wasn't, you know, he wasn't very, very active, you know, until like, you know, the 1990, 91 when I first started trying to ascertain seeing him. And I was just raised into being in J4F crew, you know. J4F stands for just for, just for, for fun. fun. Just for fun. Any other
0: uh, iterations? There's a lot. Of yeah, stuff, yeah, I'm sure. You know, yeah. Just
1: for felons, you know, because we all committed a felony, with, you know, doing graffiti. We all have been caught in, you know, you catch a felony nowadays, but it's, you know, it's just for fame, just for felons, just for fun, just for fighting. Because, I mean, yeah, I mean, you could name it whatever you want, you know?
0: Right. Um, that time is, uh, in, you know, in the in the turn of the 80s to the 90s. That's a pretty interesting time in Chicago graffiti. Uh, give us a sense of what of what the scene was like at that point, and I'm
1: curious about how it's developed over the years through your eyes. Me growing up, seeing that it was everywhere, it's like it couldn't be stopped. Um, there was a lot more trains happening, um, and trains would run. Yeah, in that, they would that, run. that era. Yeah, yeah. They would run. slang had a couple of trains running. You know, feds crew had some trains running. Um, it was up everywhere, uh, and then eventually it dies out. Uh, just like it is now. I mean, you have a lot of graffiti and then like a year or two will die out. You want to see nothing and then it'll pop back in. So um, I was growing up seeing all the heavy stuff where there was a lot of street fillings. You know, buses are running with, you know, trains are running with tags, uh, tra- tags all inside the trains all over the place. Um, I will see a lot of scribes of our boy Ian, you know, a lot of Ian scribes. That was the, the the scribe king, you know, and then we have Cobweb. That was one of our scribe kings, too, for from our crew going in hard. Um. Yeah, just seeing all of them, uh, bombing. Me getting into it in the '90s, I started bombing. I started warring this guy named Kev, you know, and I was Kel. He was Kev, and mm. he started going a little too high with his with his. Um, I mean, he started going a little bit low with his V, so oh. then it looked like an L. And I'm like, hell no, nah, you know. So what what happens at that point? How do you go at him? Well, uh, civil. Uh, my boy civil. He's, yeah, that's my, yeah, that's my yeah, man. So civil. Yeah, an amazing. Writer. And and who am I? Um, they take me out one night. And they're like, you got to go over all his stuff. And they take me out. And I'm a little ass guy. I'm real young, man. I'm about to be like 10 years old, you know, 10, 11 years old. They take me out and I destroyed every single spot this guy had. Damn. You know, and just crossing them out. I was doing fillings, you know, they were a whack as hell, but I was doing fillings over him, you know, and it was all rustles, you know, Cryl, No, actually it was Krylons back in the day when I started bombing, it was crylon cans. Yeah. You don't see those anymore. No.
0: And where would you even get those from? In the day, I mean, guess we that, will go.
1: To, we will go to. Um, there was like, a, no, it wasn't Michael's. What store was that? We will, we will steal it. Man. Yeah, right. We'll go steal. Right. All yeah, that yeah. Stuff. You're that's rack. part of the process yeah, too. Yeah. You and 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 people now be like, I'm not gonna buy no paint. They're like five dollars. I'd rather rack it. I'm like, hey, but I mean, you know, you get locked up for some racking paint. You're like, oh, what the hell, are you doing? <laughs> right, so right. I'd rather buy it. You yeah. know. So they take so civil and who, uh, who civil who am I? They take me out. I destroy this guy within a couple of nights and it was like that. I yeah. I didn't I didn't go anywhere else. I was staying in my neighborhood and at that time I was by like uh Sacramento Diversity. So I stood around my area so I wouldn't see what everybody was doing all over the place. But all I knew was my area was getting rocked and you know, I'll jump on a train here and there, seeing the highways around my area mm. and they were all rocked. You know? Mm. and now you got a lot of great riders happening, but they disappear. They don't stay active. They'll stay active for a couple years, and then they just disappear, and then that's it. Now you get a new bomber to pop in. Right. There is a lot of turnover for a lot. What What are some of the reasons why people get out of of, of writing? They have a baby, or they get a girlfriend, and the girlfriend like, yeah stop doing that shit. You're always out late night because that's what we do. We out late night. We're with our friends. I have a lot of arguments with my girl. Mm. I've been with her going on seven years, and. I go out at night, and she's like, "Where are you going?" I'm going with my boys. You know, we're gonna go paint. You know, we're gonna do this. And she's like, "Are you gonna be with a girl?" Like, no. Well, these are all my girls then, because I'm always with them. You know, so (laughs) shit.
0: Yeah, but she. I mean, if she's with you, she obviously understands what you
1: do. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she gives me a lot of bullshit, but you know, we're still together, and she knows what I do. And I mean, there's something that I love to do. Even though I'm older now, I'm about to be 40 years old. I mean, I love to. I love to do graffiti. Yeah, and you're still
0: very active. I'm very very active. I love it.
1: How often? I, I I'm like three times uh three times a week. Yeah, yeah, I'm like three times a week.
0: And in a typical night, I, I, I you, i I guess you paint
1: not only at night though. I paint daytime, yeah. Right, I yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I pay Daytime, All right, I, right. I, yeah. So
0: and, the and how, daytime how you, is how do you pull that off?
1: It's just knowing how to watch out. When you do it for so long, you know where to look out. You right. know what to look for. You know. Eye contact is, is a must with people you already know if they're looking at you or you're just, just keeping your eye out, you know. I can look at you and know what's going on next to me because, you know, you can think I'm looking at you, but, you know, the corner of my eye, I'm looking over here, mm. you know. So once once you know how to utilize that that gift and, you know, you can watch out and see if somebody's either turned their head to look at you or, you know, you can feel that, that vibe that somebody's just watched you, you know. And then, of course, you know, you're not going to bomb in front of a store where people are inside, you know, because there's so many people who are going to watch you. They'll see you, you know, even though you get away, but they not know exactly what, well, you know, what are you wearing or stuff like that and get caught down the block. Right. But unfortunately, I haven't been, you know, knock on wood. I haven't been I haven't been caught. And I've been bombing ever. Never. For bombing. For bombing. Never been. caught. Damn. I, OK. And I, I've been bombing for so long and I've never been I've never been really caught. Damn near two decades. We're yeah. talking two decades. Yeah. 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 I'm going on what's this, Yeah, two decades.
0: Oh, well, good salutes. Yeah. Um, typically, you bomb at night, though. Yeah. Um, now, in in my mind, this is the story I would tell myself. Right, you're if you're if you're moving during the day, part of what that means is that you're in a truck. Mm-hmm. You're getting to drive around the city and see everything and scope out yeah. spots. Yep. What do you look for when you think about the kinds of spots
1: you 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 might want to hit? Spots that look um, right now like abandoned places, uh, spots where you see they haven't been hit. Um, you can see what got buffed and what hasn't got buffed. Uh, if you're riding around a city, you know what spots stay up for a week, and what you know what doesn't. Some spots are rock for months. I got a spot off the you know uh, off the highway with the with, that I had a Kel that it's called Hubbard's Cave underneath on top. I've been I'm the only one that has ever done that. Yes and no one's never done that spot and it's like the hottest spot you know and everybody now wants to bomb close around there and now they're getting me buffed you know i've seen a lot of stuff all around my stuff and you killed the highway last it was, i don't know if it was last summer or something like there was there was a moment where i, I felt like i saw you yeah when there was all the construction downtown yeah. where you were well j 4 started the the hardcore running across highways and in, in the middle of downtown we started doing those 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 really good good spots and everybody seen that they were rocking they weren't taking them out and now everybody wants to do it you know and but we start we started that
0: yeah well, yeah i mean you guys have had a long run but also are held in very high regard in the city and the graffiti community
1: people respect us you know yeah. um we bring in hardcore when we come to bomb we're we're hardcore bombers um uh nobody really wants to step on our toes cuz we we actually you know we all grew up and and um well, we like to fight when, you know, if, some, if something happens, we don't want to piece it out in the streets or we on the streets. Let's fight and get it over with now or, you know, shut the fuck up and that is it. You know? Still so, to this day? Still to this day, you know. So nobody really, they'll talk underneath their breath and stay stuff underneath their breath or to their own voice. But when it comes to like it in an open, you know, talking stuff about any of our crew members, I mean, nobody really wants to do that because we're everywhere. You know, we're, we're always at every, you know, a lot of galleries, a lot of parties and, and, um. Yeah, we bring it. We we bring it hard. So you know, we, we don't come half assed We come we come full force, hundred percent. Who who are the other members now in J4F? There's a lot. We got, you know, Zeno, um, Seal, Psych, Orchid, Acer, Polak, Cobweb, Beggar, um, Bardo. There's a lot of us. There's a there's a there's a lot of us that that hit hard. And Alky, fact, we got we got a we got a, we got a heavy heavy, heavy hitter crew
0: and how i mean of those names uh, the, even in the past week i've probably seen you know a handful in the street yeah they hit yeah I
1: mean, that's how our crew is right now we're like um if you're down with j for f and you're a member you got you got to put in some work you know we want you to do some stuff in the streets and what is it what does it take now
0: to become a member like what, what's the process in which getting somebody,
1: up you know yeah. if, if you're getting up You know, we'll want you down. Um, You ask them, people ask you. Well, it goes both ways. I mean, if someone's good, you know, sometimes they're scared to ask us because, you know, we we deny. We got hundreds of guys that want to be down with us, and we deny so many people. So when they hear that, uh, they kind of like, shit, they don't want to ask and feel stupid. You know, (laughs) we deny them. But we ask some guys here and there, you know, like, hey, you know, you're not, what crew are you on? You're not in no crew, you're getting up. Hey, come on. I like to get guys where they're starting off and I see if they got potential. We mold, we'll mold them to, to be becoming of how we want them to become, a, I mean, a really good bomber. You got a lot of bombers out there, but um, we're more we're more of a family and, and we stick together and we, you know, we teach each other. We have every Sundays, we got practice walls where, you know, any new members that are in, we go practice. Hey, you want to practice a, a character? Go practice on this wall. You want to practice your piece? Here, here's what it is right here. Just so when you come to the streets, you, you know, you get better. But I, I, I've been recruiting, you know, kids that just started, and they've gotten a lot better. Like my boy, the main guy that I really, really love is my boy Psych. You know, Psych. Psych he came a long way right now. You know, and right now he's, 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 he's going to be one of the top graffiti artists in the city with his style, and he's a hardcore bomber. And so you, you, you look for someone who not only might
0: have the, the, the skill, but also somebody who could learn.
1: Yeah, definitely. It's always good to learn. I mean, even now, I I learn. Pengo shows me. Yeah. Like today, Pengo, was like, hey, do it like this, you know, like this. And, I mean, we can always learn something new. We all think we all know it all, you know, but there's always learning that can go on. And once you've identified
0: someone, is there a process where they have to put up crew letters or are they putting up their name or yeah, both? You, gotta, or?
1: you know, we get guys and you got to do 10 fills in one month you know it's like a mission J4F yeah J4F J4F fills in one month you know a little mission just to see if you know if they're bombers because like I said J4F is a hardcore bombing crew right? so we just want to see if they're bombers and then just staying active you know you got to do four fills you know four fills a month just to keep the just crew, to keep just to keep the crew going and that's how the j4f has been like going and staying consistent and just staying in there because part got, of the reason why we see j4f everywhere yeah because we got like 10 members and each got to put four of four four a month i mean that's that's a lot of work so that's why you see it all over the place we got the south side the east side west side north side i mean we got you see j for f everywhere you go and what is the importance of being all city the importance of being all city um you have your stuff everywhere, man, you know? It's, it's a great feeling. It's a great feeling where I'm on the north side and I drive all the way to the south side and I got, I see, you know, I see the crew or I see my name or something like that. It's just a great feeling that you get, you know, you got to be that guy doing it to, to to know exactly the feeling that you're going to get, you know, giving props and getting mad respect and mad love, you know, for just for the work that you do. Because we're actually, you know, having the city look more beautiful. Yeah. You know. I, I
0: would feel it's also like you're kind of welcomed then in every neighborhood. Oh, every
1: neighborhood. Yeah, right. I mean, w- there's places that we can't go, you know, because you know, like now, um, I was a gay member back in the day, you know, and so um, I get to go anywhere I want right now. But you got some haters that'd be like, "Hey, this guy used to be this," and you know, try to get some gangs to, you know, right. Just to, you
0: know, and that effect that that stays with you even. To yeah, I, it's yeah.
1: Not, I can't take it away, you know. Right. But I get to go anywhere I want. I'm not, I don't got any gang tattoos. All the gang tattoos, I took them off. I got graf- graffiti tattoos now. So I took all the gang tats out. I got graffiti tats over it. And, you know, I get to take off my shirt and be, you know, feel feel comfortable. And i be in places where I know I can be, where I got my boys and I got people that I know. I just don't show up to any place and try to hang out and think I'm cool, you know. Yeah. I gotta, You got to be at places where you at least know somebody. If not, people will try to walk over you
0: being all city in a in, in, in a in a city like chicago that's so segregated is also significant because i think for young people for artists it's also a way to travel in a yeah. way that many people don't have the opportunity to travel so you've probably seen one because you're a graffiti writer but two because you've also been around the city painting yeah you
1: go on the bus you go on the train i mean costly You know, it's going to cost you three bucks and you get to go wherever you want. You know, like back in the day, the bombers were jumping on the bus to go to different locations and go bombing, you know. And I'm pretty sure it's like that now, you know. But now I'm older. You get to drive, you know, get to drive and go to any spots you want. Right. All right. So I'm curious about about battles that that J-4F has had over
0: the years. What are some of the more memorable uh, battles that that you all have?
1: uh, The battles back in the day, I was never involved in them. That was more so I really didn't know what was going on. But there's been a lot of battles, you know. I mean, like maybe like four really good ones back in the day. Our recent one was with these with these goofy uh, ek guys, you know, and and what what happened there? Like how how does it how does it happen? Well, we had a spot, and then I guess they went over it. So and I told them like, hey, we're gonna go back and we're gonna fix that shit. And then you know, their their goofy guy says, if you go back and do it. We're going to humiliate you guys. And this was like on the internet. So I'm like, humiliate? J4F? Oh, wait a minute. I'm going to be there tonight at 11 o'clock. Um, be there. And we're going to, you know, you can watch us go over your stuff, you know. So we go over there. And we, we go over it. And then we're like, you know what? Let's just go and take everything off that they got. And that's what we did. One night, we took them out. And we, you know, for a couple of weeks, we're just, you know just taking care of, making sure they weren't doing anything. They couldn't do nothing, you know, but they still tried and tried and, but you know, there's, and so how does something like that get resolved? That one got resolved. Um, they were like, you know, we'll stop, we'll stop the war. We'll let you bomb. Um, and that you know, there was no fights. Because um, sometimes they do. Obviously, they can escalate. Yeah, yeah. No, they sometimes escalate, quickly, they, they escalate really bad. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, we got shot at during that war. You know, I got shot at during that war, and uh, that made me more like, well, when I catch you next time, it's it's over. You know, and we end up do we end we and we we did end up you know the guys end up catching one of the guys and hurting him really bad. You know, so then after that, they're like, oh shit, these guys are these guys ain't playing. Right. You know, And We didn't even have a gun, you know, we were, you know, we like to fist fight, you know, when it comes down to it, we don't like to carry any guns, you know. So this, I mean,
0: this is the unique thing about graffiti art because there aren't a ton of art forms where people frequently will resort to this kind of physical violence, but also be privy to this kind of physical violence or have physical violence be done to them or because Act of painting sometimes is so physical, where mm-hmm. you're risking your your life. Yeah, why
1: why do you continue to risk your life for the for this art form? It's for the love of the game, you know. Like I said, I, I love I love what I do. I'm a bomber, and I'm about to be 40 years old, and I still I'm still on the streets. There's not that many guys like me that that, uh, that started in you know early 90s and and still hit the streets like I do now. I mean, there's there they are bombers out there, but. I mean, they turned into doing pieces and doing permission walls and they don't, you know, they got married, they got kids and they're like, man, I'm not going on the streets and getting arrested and stuff like that. And me, I'm like, I want to do it till I'm like 50 and 60 until I can't no more, you know. And right now I'm one of the oldest bombers that, you know, I carry a marker and and stuff and, you know, and and, and I still bomb every single day. I like getting my, my fingers dirty with some paint. I don't like to wear gloves when I paint. You know, I like having that that old school graffiti feeling, you know, on, on my finger, fingernails and, you know, my, my, my fingers, which other guys have put gloves on and want to hide, you know, what they do, but I'm actually kind of bold and, and, and I've put myself out there where I'm, I'm actually surprised I haven't, you know, been, been shut down, you know, by the cops and stuff like that. Cause I've put in so much work and yeah. my face is actually out there, you know, some,
0: it is. And so how, I mean, cause you, you also, I'm gonna. You, you, you know, I saw you this weekend at the, at the flash wall, right? And yeah. you have, you have a beautiful new piece that's up there yeah. um in, in Logan Square that people should go see. um Do you, you do increasingly more and more permission
1: work? Yeah. I try to get more walls and try to, um, and try to do that, you know, where I can paint whenever I want. I got like five walls where I can paint whenever I want. I try to redo them like every three, four months. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's a good alternative, you know, for me not hitting the streets that much. But you know, as long as I keep my name and my name's in in places where you know you feel satisfied that you know you're good, you know your your name is still up. You know, it's never gonna die out. I got my son. My um, my son's gonna be a bomber, and I got him. You know, K forty two to keep my name, my name going with the K. You know, the K bomb. So you right. know, I, I don't think my 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 name and my you know, my lifestyle will, will disappear because it's going to live on through, you know, through my son or through my daughter too because my daughter loves it. She loves it. You have a couple then. kids. Yeah, I got three kids. Oh, three kids. And um, my kids love it. They love seeing my name and they'd be like, eh, J4F and, you know, <laughs> yeah, graffiti, you know, and and I, I love that, you know. I, I, I love that they love that, you know, that I, I love doing graffiti and so, that gets them happy that gets me happy like now i'm like i'm smiling over it because i mean i love what i do i'm a you know i'm a graffiti i'm a graffiti artist graffiti bomber you know and um how old are how old are your kids i got a 13 year old uh a eight year old son and then my daughter she's about to be four yeah. yeah and she's my main pride. she loves it she you know i love waking her up to her in the morning to her
0: yeah wow man well that's that's amazing um and you're you're Teaching your oldest son to yeah, to do yeah. it
1: yeah, his mom does mosaics so he's always oh, okay. you know, around, around you know stuff like that and and is he good? Ah, uh, he hasn't. He's been scared right now. You know, he's li- he he can color. He likes to color, and then, and he's now learning how to like kind of match matches colors. You know, so maybe next year when it you know I've I've had him in a couple spots where. It was, like, two years ago, maybe, where we had the 59th wall, 59th and Western, and, and Rahm Emanuel had came through, and we, he gave us the wall, and, and my son was, you know, he seen my son with a can spring. He'd be he like, oh, that was pretty cool, that you know, little kid that I was teaching him how to paint, and he was on a scaffold, you know, like a one-story scaffold. and it. But he was, like, in the middle, and, you know, he wasn't afraid. So he was like, man, is he okay up there? I'm like, yeah, he's, you know, he's getting taught very, you know, by the best song you know you won't be scared because i'm not scared of going any any high places i, I love high places
0: yeah you know Where, where's some of the most
1: uh my high my highest spot that i got is um canal like uh canal and uh 18th that bridge it's got a, a little small like a roller you can see from the oh, highway my god yeah okay well that spot's like that that's the highest spot in the city that's been that's painted you know with graffiti and you have to scale i mean you're there. It's it's very dangerous, that spot. It's very dangerous. Yeah, yeah. You, I mean, it, to to get up there, it's got stairs to get all the way up, to carry a bucket, to carry a big old um up um, pole. Yeah, right. And then when you're doing a spot, you actually got to, like, half your body is hanging off to the side. And while your friends are sitting on your legs, you know, and then you're just, you know, using your back muscles to go down and do the roller and then come back up and, you know, have them pass it to you. It's a good little process, you know, but with the right team, you could do, you could do so much good stuff, you know, there, and there's a lot of stuff to do when you got a good team.
0: That shit makes me nervous to even hear about it. So please, please be careful. <laughs> um, there's so much planning involved in, in graffiti. Um, how how militaristic are you about a plan?
1: Oh, we plan stuff. We see a wall like, hey, do this, do, a, you know, um, this guy's going to do the coloring. This guy's going to do the outline. You got someone else, to you know, to do the aura. Like a three stage thing You got one guy That's gonna You know Do the outline And color it in You got one That's gonna Outline that And do the shadow You got another guy To do the aura Over that And that's when you're Doing something big Because I mean One a guy A whole production Yeah mode. cause one guy Can do that by itself You know right. I can do a I can do a fill in Like in three minutes Right You know That's how fast I, I'm, I'm so quick On, on this cause I'm a bomber So I, I can do a fill in You know A nice huge fill in In like three four minutes With the right caps They got caps That come out Like super fat so you know your techniques of going from left to right or right to left, wherever. But you don't want to go up and down when you're when you're when you're painting. You know, the up and down thing is like you know you don't know what you're doing really. And some people do paint up and down, but the best technique is for a bomber is left to right, long strokes, left to right, as long as you know, as big as you can. If there's a whole there's a whole letter, you know, you want to do that whole letter from from left to right and make it all the way across. The more you're stopping, and the more you're trying to do, you know, small stuff, the longer it's going to take. You know, so you want to get the long strokes from left to right, all the way from end to end, to make everything go quicker. You know.
0: Yeah. Now, uh, you've you've begun to do more permission work over mm-hmm. the years. Still bombing, studio work, canvas work.
1: I've, I was never really into canvases. I could do some canvases. I've, I've done some really really nice canvases, and I give them away. I've never I've never really sold. Any of my canvases. Right. You know, I give them away. Right. I'd rather have, you know, a canvas sitting in somebody's house, you know, that I gave away. Because somebody, people want to sell their stuff. And it's cool, too, to sell your stuff, you know. Um, some guys are ridiculous prices, five to to $1,000. The galleries that we're at with all these young kids, nobody's got fucking 500 bucks in their pocket. You got like $10, 20 30 in their pocket. I went one time and, and helped with the gallery, and I had a couple pieces up there, and I was selling them for like ten bucks. And they were like ten dollars. What the hell are you doing? You're not going to make no money. I'm like, I'm making. I just made fifty bucks. You know, yeah. You know, that's some gas money. That's something to eat. You know, that I didn't have. You know, I really don't. You know, I got a job, so I really the money is not an issue. You know, I just love it for the work and and to have my name in somebody's house. You know, hung up. That's you know that's, that's graffiti's about. You know yeah well i guess that that is that's kind but of But people make money off of it there's a lot of guys that make some really good good loot off of it. of course no of course you know? i mean
0: it's it's become yeah it's you know in some spaces it's can being considered a, an extremely high art and yeah. sold
1: for we're what, having what well, we're not what well, we're not having but um there's been a little bit of issues where you got the new guys uh the muralists and you got the hipster graffiti guys um taking some spots you know um
0: yeah, explain explain some of the differences in even what you just said. Well,
1: we are bombers. Uh, we've been having spots that we've been bombing for years. And then you get a muralist guy that charges a lot of money. Hey, let me stop these guys from doing graffiti on this wall. Let me do a nice mural for you. You know, so then now they got a nice mural and they're taking our spots. So now how do you feel about that? Well, that sucks. So, I mean, we allowed it like two times for somebody to do it. I'm not gonna mention any names. I'm pretty sure if they they hear this, they'll know exactly what we're talking about. But we gave fair warning, like, hey, this is the last spot you take. If you, you if you do anything else, we don't care if it's it's if you're getting paid for it. If you're taking our spots that we've been doing for so many years and how we get up and how we express ourselves, then you know you won't be having you won't be having any of your you know. $10,000 murals up you know it will be destroyed you know and right. they can't compete with, 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 with bombers you know yeah their stuff looks 10 times better than you know a lot of stuff that we do but you know if it's a, you know they sometimes I mean yeah. sometimes
0: it doesn't I, I mean there's a lot, a lot of, of what good you guys stuff. do yeah, yeah we got a lot of good stuff team. Yeah, yeah definitely um, and then you, you mentioned uh, breakdown you know hipster
1: graffiti shit what do you mean by that they got the faces they're doing out some guys are doing birds you got some other you know if, if, if you're not doing like letters that's graffiti like you're doing the letters and stuff like that but now people are doing other you know other 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 crazy little stuff with um you know on the wall right and
0: uh and do you think there's space for all of it or do you you just have a preference for letters for bombing
1: well graffiti um it's always started with letters and you know putting up letters you know want to see your letters you know but a lot of new stuff now is coming up with um with faces and, you know, bodies and stuff like that, that, you know, we don't mind that. We like seeing art, you know, but if you're not doing it with a spray can or, if, or or you know, you're doing it with a paintbrush, don't call it graffiti art. Yeah. You know, graffiti art, so you got a spray can and you're doing your shit, you know? Yeah. You're graffiti, You're graffiti artist, you know?
0: And I, for me, I think one of the differences is that graffiti art pioneered the technique, the ideas, uh, and in a lot of ways... Graffiti artists also pioneered characters accompanying letters. And now graffiti artists have been historically the most criminalized out of the the genre for innovative practices that street artists, stencilists, other folks who might have formal education in art, they aren't criminalized in the same way that you all are, even though everyone is taking notes from what graffiti artists we do yeah 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 Yeah.
1: i've seen something new where they were um like a sticker type stuff where people are making like huge huge stickers and then just pasting them on a wall like that's not graffiti at all you know go put in some work get a can and and put in some work but you know that that news that new style that you know hopefully it does not try to come out or they want to make a big uh, 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 stencil and 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 like a sticker type graffiti thing, like a, like a wheat paste yeah, poster. You know, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. I, I I like that too. I agree that is yeah. that's not graffiti. Um, it's it's something else. You yeah, know? and I, I think I mean to me there's also a very long tradition of people wheat pasting mm-hmm. poster, posters and yeah. political ads and different campaigns in the street and and I appreciate well, that th- yeah, too. Yeah,
1: those are cool. But when um, if you try to start making it like graffiti letters and trying to paste it like that, not graffiti. No, that's not at
0: all. So for you, and I guess this is my final question. Um, you know, you've been at it for a few decades now and you risk a lot every time you go out and you'll go out this week and continue to go out.
1: Uh, why? Why do you stay so consistent and persistent in this form? It's something I'm used to right now. Um, like even at home, if I get in, if my girl's trying to argue or fight, I go out and I do graffiti. It's like my 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 getaway, or it calms me down. I feel I feel good. Um, it takes a lot of the anger away. Come expressing myself on the wall, and um, that's the only way you're gonna see yourself up if you stay consistent. I don't got a bomb like like I do like I am now. I mean, I really don't have to. I could do one or two spots and still get the mad props only because I'm an old school guy. And a lot of guys see me like, what, you're 40? Because I don't, you know, I'm the same, looking the same as them, you know, and they're like in their 20s, you know, and I stay in good shape. You know, I can climb and jump and run and I'm in great shape for, for, for a bomber. I, I lied about that being my last
0: question. I'm sorry, but uh, yeah, you you have to be physically fit yeah. to do graffiti. Do you
1: stay fit by working out, by just doing it? By doing it, um, yeah, I stay, I stay fit. I'm, I'm always, um, my cardio is real good. I, I run, you know, because that's what we do. We're doing graffiti. Um, my job is always lifting so much shit. I've, you know, did it for 22 years, so I lift so many couches in my life and so many boxes that, you know, my stamina and and everything is very, very good. My legs, you know, I can run, I can climb. If I, if I'm hanging vertically up and down, and my arms. Like straight out, I got the strength to lift myself all the way up, and not that many not that many guys can do that um can you give out social media info i'm all city cowboy you know all city cowboy on Instagram, right, so it's a good place where yeah. people can yeah. see yeah I just, you know you find any hashtags with my name, you'll see all my stuff i mean i'm I'm very probably very easy to find if you if you really want to look for me, you know say i'm not I'm surprised that I haven't really been shut down by the cops you know yeah well hopefully and, been, and that will never happen well i hope it doesn't happen but i mean it, it crosses my mind and yeah. i'm prepared you know to, to to face whatever whatever comes my way but until then i'm you know I'm, and even after even if they do i'm, I'm going to continue on being a graffiti artist and putting up you know putting up my work in the streets just you know that's my you know how i express my my feelings my anger my you know everything about me is, is all graffiti
0: yeah, man. No, well, Kel, you're you're for real, uh you know, one of the realest, and I, I really appreciate the conversation, man. Thank you, and, and thanks so much for being in the All corner right. store today. Man. We want to thank our super producer, DJ Cashera. WDN Boss Man Todd Manley. Shout out Ernie the engineer. And of course, Max the Snack Toy. All day. On IG and Twitter we are Corner store underscore pod. Please y'all rate and subscribe on iTunes. Tell someone to listen to the corner store. And if you wish, you could also tell us who we should have on the corner store. Yeah. Just, you know, sliding our DMS. They're open. A great way to support us is through our Patreon account. It's patreon.com slash corner store underscore pod. And you can, you know, support us in our future endeavors. And, you know, Get some benefits along the way, and it's like a little change jar, like yeah, you, the, know. The, you know, in front, it's a little, like at little the corner tip store, jar. Right? Yeah, right, <laughs> right, right, yeah, yeah. If you if you listen, please support, and uh, we really appreciate your support. Thanks. The Corner Store is brought to you by Stolen Spirits.